Welcome back to another episode of the Armed and Delicious Podcast. My name is Cole Bay. And I'm Nathan Bassett. Welcome to episode four. Episode four. We're here already. All yeah, honestly. It's, a, it's been it a doesn't quick, feel like episode four. It's a quick minute. Every one of these feels like episode one. And here we are again. We always spend at least a minute trying to do the intro. Yeah. Well, same old, same old. I just finished my nap, and here we are recording again this episode. Yep. Nathan's a man on a yeah. schedule. Well, today was the last day of Euromed, so I, I was pretty beat. And, you know, I had a, I had a crash. I, I just laid on bed as soon as I got back. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I crashed pretty hard, too. I'm not going to lie. Really? I just kind of, I don't usually lay in my bed because I like to lay on the floor. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, it's firm. My bed's softer. Well, I, I have, a, like, a very comfortable topper. So, yeah. you know, as soon as I get on top of that thing, I'm, I'm out. I'm out yeah. like a light. Gone. But, yeah, I woke up, like, I went to class, like, an hour early just to start on my cassoulet. Oh, it's all about the cassoulet. Yeah. You can't, can you explain for those who don't know what a cassoulet it's a, is? It's a French, be, like, a bean stew filled with layers and layers of different varieties of meat, from duck confit to sausages Pork fat, pork Oh, yeah. Rind, there was duck some, fat in there, too, right? Yeah, duck fat, some oh, yeah. pork belly. And then, it was delicious. Yeah, it was pretty good. Herbs. I'd, I'd make it again, yeah. Nathan makes a lot of bean stews. Yeah. I've, I've become a master at making beans. Chef showed me. He, he First, when I made beans, he's like, you're making beans the rookie way. And he was like, I'm sure you have professionals do it. The pro way. Man tossed in a whole onion, some carrots, cloves, a little bay leaf. And like Honestly, extra, genius. extra water. Genius. He made a broth, essentially, at that point. Yeah. It became a bean broth instead of just You beans. made bean stock. Yeah, bean stock. And he's, that thing's valuable, man. Chef yeah. Lars really loves it. He said beans. you use it for gravies, for everything. Yeah. So, you know, got to use that bean stock. Very healthy. That, that thing's very nutritious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of proteins. Probably, yeah, good fiber, good, all those, you know, phytochemicals. A lot of, like... Vitamins. Yeah. It bubbles up a lot, like foam. That's a lot of protein in there if you... Yeah. You, you got there's a lot of foam. Out. Yeah, there's a lot of like foam. Like a lot of foam. So, yeah. Nathan's got that good bean stock. He's got the, the vegan vegan stock, mm-hmm. pretty much. Absolutely. And it even is colored like chicken stock. It looks like chicken stock. You know how many people came up to me and say, hey, can I borrow this chicken stock? And I look at them and I said, yeah. uh, this is bean stock, but if you want some... or No, I don't even say bean stock. I say, this is my, this is my bean water. You want some of my bean water? Some bean water. They're one like, of my no, yeah, like one it. of my teammates grabbed bean water instead of Actually, thought they thought it was chicken stock. That was my bean water. I don't know if it was yours. I think it, it was no, from I was fridge. I was the only one with the bean water in the whole. Oh, class. I guess yeah, because you made beans. You yesterday, made the other beans. Too. I made beans yesterday. I made beans today. You made the feijoada. So yeah, the other beans too, and then he also made feijoada, mm-hmm. which is. That's in South American South America, bean yeah. stew. South American, Brazilian. Yeah, national dish. Yeah, really good. But also bean stew. Really so similar. Nathan knows his bean stews. Yeah, I think I'm he's very bean, confident when it comes to making beans now. He's the bean pro. Yeah. It's, um, you know? It's a bean taking expert. Taking me far. Taking yeah. me far in life. Making it's beans. always good. I made pizza today. That was fun. Oh, wait, what kind of pizza? Uh, it was pesto caprese. So, you know, summary. Mm-hmm. I think people from my team made pizzas also. There was there two was a cheese pizza. There was a and like a. There was a sun dried tomato pizza. I don't remember. Yeah, and I remember sun dried tomato. One with a lot of Gruyere on it. A lot of cheese. It was yeah, really cheesy. It was very cheesy. Very cheesy pizza. It looked good though. I didn't try it. 
I don't know. I didn't either. I wasn't in the mood for pizza today. I just ate my pizza. Yeah. So today's story here I have today is quite an interesting one. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the Impossible Foods brand. This has to do with the meatless burger or the vegan vegan meat. Yeah. And it's just the ground meat though. They don't have right. vegan steaks yet. Right. Not quite there. Mm-hmm. And Impossible Foods are currently have a they have a contract with Walmart into bringing their meatless burgers uh, into these retail shops. So that's a big step for them. Right. Uh, this is a really big deal. It is. Uh, because the only well I won't say the only, you know, vegetarian vegan ground meat product was beyond burger but the main one was beyond burger or beyond meat mm-hmm. um and they kind of had you know consumer dominance for a long time because impossible meat's taken a long time to get to stores i think i've never heard of impossible meat except from when they had their partnership with burger king they do a lot of restaurant their, work yeah and i've never seen any retail with at least any of these they, yeah. So Impossible Meat doesn't sell to, well, they used to not sell to uh, retail. Mm-hmm. And I think now that, you know, restaurants are closed, they're finally moving to that retail space. Right. Um, honestly, I prefer Impossible Meat over Beyond. I've never tried. Well, I've tried. I think I've tried Beyond. I don't like but Beyond But I've never meat. tried Impossible. Impossible tastes like canned corned beef. Or used to. Really? It might be. It might have well, changed. I've tried Beyond in my old restaurant. We had a little, you know, gig going with like our vegan burger. That thing died down real quick. Yeah. But I I gotta say I was really impressed on how similar it did taste to actual meat. It's it was very closer than you'd think. And and they claim like it it bleeds like. So they say it bleeds the Impossible Burger you're talking about? Right, something like So they say that it bleeds, but every time that I've cooked one, it doesn't bleed. And I've never mm-hmm. eaten one that, like, bleeds. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have blood. But neither really does ground meat, to be honest. Yeah. But it doesn't have the same juices. Uh, it does. It can be red on the inside. And you can eat these things raw, pretty much. I mean, it's like, it it's, safe, it's vegetables. Right? Yeah. What what is it? What is it made of? A lot of stuff. Like I'm guessing, like a lot of mushrooms. I don't know. Mm, it's a lot of processed foods. Is that a good thing or? It's you know take that however you like, but <laughs> uh, it's not. I think I'm sure there's mushrooms in it, but That's it's the It's mostly like to, right? other things. There's soy in it. There's various processed unknown, items. Unknown mystery. Um, but I've actually cooked Impossible Burgers before. Mm. Because uh, my high school ran a cafe, so we would serve all sorts of things. But on our menu, we had a regular burger, and we also had an Impossible Burger. So we would get Impossible Burgers from... We would buy Impossible Burgers off of a restaurant. So the the restaurant would buy buy them, (laughs) and then we would buy them, and then the people who came to our cafe would buy those. So these changed hands quite a bit. Yeah, wow. Um, that thing's been traveling yeah they've been moving well the restaurant was down the street so it wasn't oh, okay. too far but then um yeah people that actually sold a lot people really? bought, bought a I'm lot sure, of those sure people are curious what it tastes like it was pretty good uh, yeah, i mean like no, i said I, it tastes like yeah. canned corned beef which is a weird right. thing but if your expectations are low <laughs> as much as i hate eating vegan products not trying to like you know 
let's just disclose that I, I don't hate vegan product or some of them are really good. Uh, there are some really good vegan products. products. I, I'm just not a big fan of them, you know, of just, the artificial. Yeah, very yeah. artificial taste for me. Like I can it's noticeable, but I, the vegan burger was it was not bad. It really like if you gave it to me and I and did not say a word, I would be just like, oh, different seasoning. I see. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot it's... tell the difference. It, it tastes a little different. It doesn't quite taste like beef. It's not, yeah, it's not the, the beef meaty flavor. But the expect. texture is very similar. Right. Which I think is the hardest, that's it's, probably the hardest, the hardest part. part. Seeing the texture right. An Impossible Burger tastes not exactly like a burger, but it feels very close. Yeah, I got to give credit where it's due. Yeah. But is it more expensive? Yes, than, way yeah, more expensive. I would assume, right? We are, um, to meet the food cost of our Impossible Burger... We had to bump the price of it by a couple of dollars, I think. I think lot. it was like $2 more expensive That's than a, a regular burger. School cafeteria. Well, it wasn't a cafeteria. Or we ran a, a, we ran little, a restaurant. restaurant? Okay, yeah. that's nice. But still, yeah. that was a lot. I mean, this is when you're... We're pretty much operating at food cost. I see. So, like, we were serving burgers for seven fifty. Right, so you're running an Apostle Burger at like eight, nine dollars. Nine bucks. It wasn't cheap. No, it wasn't cheap. Surely. The patties weren't cheap either for us to buy. Mm. So, um, and the weird thing about them is that we always had to uh, cook them right out of the freezer. Why? That was the only way to you get them so go, they wouldn't crumble. You don't even defrost them. Well, so if they got to room temp, they would crumble. Really? I didn't yeah. Know that. So you just, you Which, know, I don't know if they've changed it since then, but we would go straight from the freezer into onto the the flat top. Mm. Interesting. Wow. So we would get a sear on it and then it'd just be done. Well, because it's vegetables. Right. So it doesn't really cook the same way. It cooks much faster than a regular burger. I'll say that much. I'm just going to eat it raw. Just take a big old I'm, bite. I'm just going to throw people off. Nice and, and red. Like, mm, raw burger. Why would you eat raw beef? It's delicious. <laughs> It's a steak tartare yeah. sandwich. Well, it's so now it's going through Walmart's uh, retail. Like, yeah, it's going through their distribution. Ninety percent of the U.S. population lives within a mile of Walmart. I'm not surprised. That's a, that doesn't surprise everyone's going to be ordering this thing now, and I guess it's, it's going to well, grow. I don't know how this will change in the food industry. One, meat is what we're we're becoming to an age where sustainability is very important. Right. Most meat is not, Most meat. especially beef, is yeah, not no, sustainable. It is so, so there's a few, there's today. a few, there's a place in the Bay Area. They're saying they have a carbon neutral cattle ranch. Really? They don't have the studies for it, but they're estimating. It seems interesting. I don't know how accurate that is, but I don't know. I think you can do it if you do the right way, but it's definitely much, much lower capacity than your factory farms where most people get their beef from. Oh well, I don't know. Are you gonna are you gonna pick one up? I, I might. I don't know where when the, the when is it coming? Has not been announced yet. Okay. Right now, it's just you know they've made a deal with Walmart. Right. I know Beyond Meat's already with Kroger. They're Beyond Meat's everywhere. Yeah, Beyond Meat's everywhere, but impo- uh, impo- was it impossible? Impossible. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're starting to you know get in the game now, but um, apparently the CEO was like saying that Beyond Meat is not really a rival you know they're both just looking to uh counter they're the, just the meat chilling. industry yeah they're both working together to counter the meat industry and i guess 
we'll see how that plays out. All right, I guess so. I think I remember you saying something about there being a pork product in the works so from Beyond I, Meat. Yeah, I watched the video. from Impossible. I watched the video, and the CEO, Pat Brown, he's a CEO of <clears throat> Impossible Foods, he said they're coming <clears throat> up with a new pork product that, you know, is, is, is vegan pork. And he claims, you know, it's not fake pork. Right, it's just that a, was the a part vegan, that I remember. Vegan pork product, and in my head, I'm saying that's fake pork to me. I don't know. Yeah. Vegan pork doesn't really or ve- mesh you, for me. Have you tried vegan bacon? No. I know it's out there. I have not. It's floating around there somewhere. I've had turkey vegan bacon. bacon. Turkey bacon. I don't is, mind the no, turkey bacon. I hate it's it. not the same. It's not the same, and it's. Well, I go in with different. I go in with a different expectation for turkey. Turkey bacon. bacon is like it's a cured turkey product. It is, but it's like cardboard to me. I don't like it. Oh, I'm overcooking I, it. I love mm, no. No, I don't. I see with with regular bacon, you can overcook it as much as you can. You'll still get that fat melt in your mouth. I don't like my baking that crispy though. I don't either. Trust me. I'm yeah, like have a, a little flop to it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's. I know there's like a, a preference. You have the people that like. They what? only get that super. They just rock sear it. Hard. There's like the dude that sear it, the dude that gets it in the middle, the perfect, and then there's the guys that like full send, full send like potato chip bacon, crispy, right. I don't like the crispy. I don't think that's the way to go. Um, it's good. I think only time crispy is good is on a burger or a sandwich. Yeah. Personally. For texture. Texture. I think, you know, maybe the pork product's going to be a vegan bacon. Maybe we'll see if you can cook it so it's got some flop I'm to guessing it. I it's don't know. ground pork. Probably. Because what right, na- well, right now... that's what they have is ground beef. Beef, right? This is supposed to replicate a beef flavor profile. So right. I'm guessing now this is like... A pork product that I'm you can make sausages out of. I'm very interested to hear about that. Yeah. Once they we'll see announce it. I will have to look more into that. Well, thank you, very Mr. Pat Brown, with your impossible products. Looking forward to try your pork, your vegan pork one day. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Cole here to say some very special thank yous this week, uh, especially to all of you guys listening, because we just hit... Uh, over 100 listens combined on all of our platforms in the last month. So uh, it honestly surprises me all the time that there are so many people listening to this. Um, it used to just be me and Nathan listening to ourselves talk. So a uh, big thank you to everybody that's listening right now. we also like to say thank you to Aiden Lockhart and to our producers Anna DeLeon, Luke Kobayashi, and Martin Bojanov as well as our executive producers, Irene Helford, Leo Hadaka, and Lily Welburn, and Thierry McConnell. Another thank you to Dominic Reyes for our musical themes. He is, again, our executive executive producer, pulling some strings from behind the curtain. Uh, and we'd also like to say thank you to Shelby Georgievich for the use of our artwork that she designed. Uh, you can find her at sgeorgievich.com if you have something that you would like commissioned. If you would like to reach out to the show and send us some questions, maybe we'll have something that you want to say to me and Nathan. Maybe you just want to tell us what the weather's like, where you're from. Uh, you can find us at armeddelicious at gmail.com or at the link in the show notes. Uh, this episode, we actually answer a debate sent in from a listener. So we do read the emails when you guys send them in. We would love to hear what you guys think or if you have some uh, culinary disputes to be settled. Uh, I think that is all I have for today's intermission. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Uh, we will see you in the next episode, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this one. So this week we've actually got our first uh, email from a listener. Oh, first, first question? It is a debate that they'd like to be settled. All right. So we will certainly try our best to settle it. I don't know if the other person will like listen to us. like a disagreement between you and me. I'm not sure what's going on here. No, I think we'll probably agree on this one. I'll read it. Right oh, okay. Now. All right. Go okay. for it. Hi, Armed and Delicious hosts. First and foremost, I'm a huge fan of the show. Thanks for making your podcast the exact same length as my commute. We actually get that a lot. Apparently, everybody's commute is 35 minutes. See, when I when I drive home, I will always listen to the episodes we make. And as soon as I hit Sacramento City, that's when I start the hit play because that's how long it takes for me to get yeah. home from Sacramento City. I don't know how you listen to it. I can't. I edit it and I listen to it so much and I hate your, every your, second your, your of it listening bleeding. to my own voice. Anyways. Okay. The other night, my dad brought a mini pie home for my family's dessert that evening. The pie was strawberry and rhubarb. Great choice. Uh, but instead of buying a standard ice cream to accompany the pie, he bought cherry. My mom and I were both very disappointed with his choice and thought that vanilla would have been a far better choice. My dad is standing his ground saying that a fruit-flavored ice cream goes great with a fruity pie, but I think that fruity ice creams should be served with chocolate desserts. Since you guys have been working in pastry lately, I was wondering if you could settle this debate for us. All the best, Allie. Thank you, Allie. All right. Thanks, you. Thank you, Allie, for the submission. Yeah. Well, well first, I'd Cole, like you, to mention I want you that. To go first. Well, I'd also first like to mention that we have not been in pastry for the last two weeks, but we I think did. Just a, we did take it. Yeah. This is just like a what? Uh, this is our. Preference. This is our final here. This is our. <laughs> this is going to get submitted to chef. He's going to pass or fail us on the course depending on this one you're right you go first what do you what do you think i think that vanilla probably would have been a better choice um i don't know if i can go as far to say that fruity ice creams can't be served with fruity pies but i think that you know your classic move would be a vanilla ice cream with a fruity pie See, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Right. Personally, as soon as I read that, or listen, sorry, because you told me, but I would have to say vanilla is the move. I would not go. It's the classic. It, it is. Well, I eat apple pie with vanilla, vanilla. ice cream. Like, I mean, that's what you, you offer your first me, thought. Well, yeah. See, well, <clears throat> my parents made apple pie, or my mom did, <clears throat> and she will always be like, um, serving with ice cream, there'll be some, you know, Oreo, Oreo cookie. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna complain, but you know, I think that one better. might be. There's mint chip. There's strawberry ice cream with our apple pie. There's mango ice cream with our apple pie sometimes. But in the end, vanilla will always be superior when it comes to pie. Yeah, I think I have to agree. Vanilla is the best. I think there are other acceptable ice creams, such as. I think you could do like, maybe you've got butter pecan. I think that would be acceptable. I think maybe you've got like chocolate chip maybe would be okay maybe that's too many too much flavor i, I want know. something to you want something simple right but still Personally, flavorful i like it simple so vanilla is very pie. simple but it just but it's, goes, it's it works a, so well it's a very strong flavor 
but it's there's not too many flavors going on at the same time. If you're eating a cherry, was it cherry ice cream? It was cherry. It's gonna clash in with your pie. That's three fruits. It is. It was already strawberry and rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Also, they're all red. Three all red, red fruits. fruits. They're pretty you gotta have at least some color. If you're gonna pick a fruit ice cream, it go better be like go mango. mango ice cream? Maybe it's a. Do they make blueberry ice cream? Yes. It could be blueberry, it could be blackberry, or a currant ice cream. Something that's not red. Well, what would you eat with a fruit-flavored ice cream then? Oh, you're fine. I think the chocolate, chocolate desserts dessert, would be right? good, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I agree. I think chocolate desserts are solid. I think you can serve a fruit ice cream with chocolate desserts, no problem. Mm-hmm. I think you can serve a fruit ice cream with pat we talked about doing this in our pastry class, right. but I don't think we ever did. That sounds delicious. I would eat that. You can serve, I think, maybe some filled pastry mm-hmm. other than a pat Maybe you want to fill your donut with ice cream. That I don't know how feasible that uh, would be. Donut, donut sandwich, ice cream sandwich. Donut sandwich. Yeah, that would ice work. Ice cream sandwich, right? Yeah, ice so cream you, sandwich you could cut, be fruit. Cut that donut in half. Yeah, put that, that sounds cream. amazing. It has to be a really very t- bad like, for you. hard donut, though. Very bad for you. Yeah, terrible. But delicious. Okay, I'm getting the whole thing. I'm taking this off the rails here. But yeah, I but think yeah. I think the Vanilla. fruit ice cream is Vanilla's is really me. not. Yeah, you can, especially if it's three red ones. Right. I'm sorry, but three red fruits. It's overkill. It's overkill. That's so much red. I want I want the vanilla, and then I think you got to go vanilla you, you with know, a strawberry and a rhubarb. Mm-hmm. When the gotta filling, go. yeah, when the pie filling you know starts mixing in with that vanilla ice cream, mm. there, there's your there's your fruit flavored ice cream. There you it. go. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's right, right there. there. It's right there. You're ha- yeah yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just a, it's in progress. It's pretty yeah. I would I don't know. I would always go vanilla. I think. Yeah, no I think I would go vanilla too. That was not much of a debate. That was more of a no. That was me and Nathan agreeing. <laughs> that was just agreeing with each other. Um, but I think we've settled the debate. I think yeah. that was the goal. I think Sorry. she contacted us looking for uh, verification, yeah, some answers. Yeah, she wanted to be, uh, you know, she wanted to be backed up on that one. Yeah. So you can tell your dad, you know, you 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 can eat any ice cream with whatever pie yeah we can't tell you what to do we can't but in the end vanilla is always going to be superior yeah absolutely in your ala mode all right i think we also have some questions this week all right um yes sir i think one of them was do your chefs work outside of school at all and i think that's actually a really interesting question because some of them do um i'm not sure about any other chefs i know of several but i'm not sure about the rest i know that chef almir works outside of school he does a lot of catering so i guess right now he's probably not doing a whole Mm -hmm. lot of work but i know a few chefs here do the events correct the events at school events at school i know a lot of them do events and they'll get paid for that yeah i don't know they'll do events for the school i don't know about outside of school though uh chef lars does i've seen him at the farmer's market he's, he's, he's done videos right. for things mm-hmm. i'm not sure what exactly he's doing one right now um he made some people in the class made stuff for apparently it was like a charity event that he's serving food for okay i heard about that i hadn't so heard about that out, but um place, yeah i know chef lars does a lot of stuff in the community everybody knows him in saint Helena. Mm, okay 
everybody see everywhere seems to know him everybody knows lars just that's just that how it goes knows, yeah he's very popular You'd probably go to safeway he's talking to the cashier how's your probably <laughs> i'm surprised i haven't seen him at safeway he does live in town he, he probably shops at sunshine oh yeah he definitely shops at, much, he definitely yeah, shops at sunshine shop at sunshine market it's not your yeah regular grocery spot yeah it's more i would say bougier oh definitely they got a lot of good stuff they've got the best selection oh best i've ever seen the deli is amazing the deli is best i've ever seen um but yeah they're definitely the chefs some of them do i can't speak on all of them right i know some of the baking chefs do some work outside of school Mm -hmm. um i know chef durfee does a lot of work outside of school not necessarily like making chocolate stuff but going and giving lectures on chocolate stuff that he does interesting he'll get contacted by chocolate companies and they'll like ask him to come down to you know ecuador and come talk oh, to wow. their guys or like Cocoa. give something or like learn about them i mean he is yeah, a james beard winner winner for best pastry, best pastry chef, chef in america yeah so he's you know yeah, he chef durfee's not nobody he's everyone knows him everybody knows yeah. chef durfee um yeah it's actually pretty impressive he was telling me that he knows david kinch he's friends with david kinch mm. he knows thomas keller he worked with him made at the uh, french laundry i remember he mentioned he made desserts for um what was it uh julia, julia child, child. Yeah. he made cream julia puffs child. for julia child at her birthday uh, chef knows everybody you can I say that about a lot of the chefs here chef but lars it's, knows it's everybody fun, it's fun to hear stories chef durfee knows everybody chef almir knows everybody right. everybody knows everybody it's a small world. It's a very small world. I mean, it's a lot of people, but it's a smaller world than you'd think. Right. Uh, I have another question. Other than your podcast, so our podcast, uh, are there extracurricular activities at CIA? There are some. The clubs, the clubs have not been very active, active lately. Obviously, but prior to the events occurring, there they held a lot of events, pretty good amount right. of them, right? Well, we there's... still had, there's some stuff every now and then. Yesterday, there was National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. I was just out there, right? Right. Cookies, they were really good cookies. I, if I'm honest with you, I ate them under the... I think they tasted pretty good. I ate them under the low boys during class. I don't know if you should be saying this. Don't worry about it. I guess your grade's already in. Yeah. You're I'm safe. Secured. This comes out after the grade has been published. You're safe. I had to. I'm just saying. I just snacked on a cookie, a little, little chef snack. Take a little break, right? With your cookie. I'm just taking a bite of a cookie. Don't. All worry. right. <laughs> um. There's a. There's wine club is probably the biggest. There's what? There's a few clubs out there. It's it's not as many as you think as in a regular college. Well, we also only have like what two hundred right now. We have two hundred students. Correct. Yeah, it's hard to Come make a club. Yeah. Um. The clubs usually end about after one semester we're lucky like wine club has existed this long yeah and and they do like what tasting they do events. tastings um i know um, there was a cocktail club in the works i don't know if that actually ended up happening or not there's a barbecue club briefly an outdoor and adventure club held by that's true by our yeah, dean our dean our assistant dean right and he does i went to a few of his events he does a lot of outdoor stuff such as hiking caving caving that one's that, cool that, 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 i've seen the caving pictures like get real dirty those are there are, there are helmets being worn in those events oh absolutely and that's that's 
that's no joke that's some real stuff if you're going caving with that caving's cool yeah um he did rock climbing uh with like few students actually you go they went to napa there's a local rock climb gym rockzilla you just yeah climb climb some rocks get to the top come back down fall down what goes up must come down yep can be laying on your back on a crash it's pretty pad. fun it is fun no i enjoy it I, i've done rock climbing for yeah like two years and it, it was nice to see that he held those kind of events but what else is there um there's beer club there was beer club really? i don't know if beer club's still around yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of the, clubs that revolve around yeah. alcoholic beverages yeah sorry you have to be 21 for those too yeah you can't you don't you get a pass even up. if you're in a culinary school no i'm afraid not i know the barbecue club had a they, they, they roast, had an they, event. Did they roast a pig? They or was that a... cooked various parts of a pig. Right. They didn't end up roasting the whole pig, but they did break it down and cook different parts of it different ways. And I know there were like a lot of school-hosted events, such right. as the luau, right? That was before... That was before we were there. That was. But and, there, you know, it's sad to we see We did that. hear a lot about it. It, it sounded really fun, to be honest yeah. with you. And we can't, obviously, host those kind of events today. We do still have socially distant events. I know there's a friendship bracelet thing happening there later this week. Also, like, Zoom, Zoom meetings. There were some other while ones. You were I making think there was a bingo night. Microwavable foods. Yeah. Like, microwavable... Um, was it brownies it might have been brownies like mug cakes i don't know we don't have access to kitchens right now yeah so it's it's been it's we're getting creative with the microwaves i've i've been cooking on the grill anything you You get the grill i think you can make a sun oven maybe hook up some yeah some uh aluminum foil yeah some people some people bring burners out there like uh you're not supposed to detain burners you're not i don't think that you're supposed to do that zach zach says it's okay as long as you use it outside oh yeah so people use it outside not inside good to know to you know you can just make whatever you you that's good to know yeah yeah it's safe you know you're not you're not fires no fire hazard well no indoor fire hazard hazard. yeah Uh, there's always a fire hazard in napa valley no matter what there will always be a fire hazard yep but yeah, there are a few events that go on. It's I wish to see that there were more. Yeah, it would definitely be nice. Um, although right now I definitely get why they we're not really having not, a whole yeah. lot of them. We'll see how it goes out. I know there's a a, a gaming club or t- there's table, a tabletop, tabletop gaming club. They, they play Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Um, which you know what? Good for them. I play a little Dungeons and Dragons. Never never touched the game, but. You pretend to be somebody you're not. You can you can hold events, right? You can play that game on. You play it online, right? That's yeah. how I play it. That's cool. I play with well, people yeah. that don't go here, so that's how I. That's cool. Yeah, you yeah. have stuff going on, and I, I think that's all clubs that I know, to my knowledge. There is a virtual book club. That's new. There is. There's another club. I don't remember what it is. There's definitely a few. There's a lot of inactive clubs i know there was talk about making a music club i think nathan chef, you were actually yeah, involved chef in paul, that yeah chef paul wanted to he asked me like if he was interested or if i was interested in making one and i was like oh yeah absolutely like i if you open one like i think you would be the supervising chef over our club and right. it would be pretty nice i know I chef, really, yeah. chef paul is a pretty talented he, musician he, himself he, he was i know he plays 
piano, all sorts of fingers and yeah guitar, piano yeah. So and guitar. Piano by himself. i had to talk with him it was really nice he does i mean the the piano right now is closed we can't touch it yeah Pretty well sad. i mean but yeah he, yeah he came up to me and asked me like oh would you be interested in this kind of stuff i didn't really come around to it i mean yeah i, think I, I didn't i don't, I don't think know. we had the numbers for it i didn't have the numbers i think you would have to have a lot of instruments I'm yeah guessing. more than people, just one piano not a lot of people play instruments that i know here at least there's a lot of guitar yeah, players, lot of guitar players. <laughs> or a lot of people who don't bring their instruments right like a drum set <laughs> yeah hard to fit a drum set into a dorm and probably get noise complaints if you yeah well my roommate has a drum pad that's different he's got his one one drum single drum it's just a pad oh pad pad mixer does no like... it's just one pad what it's just one pad it's a little drum pad for like practicing oh practice oh, okay okay I, I thought you were talking about a little mix pad no yeah that'd be cool though that's that's something you could have at a music club i mean there are a few things to do around here in napa or st helena but yeah we don't really have that many clubs i guess we have a few yeah. but and, you know with a school as small as ours it's hard to maintain well that's i guess that's what's for new york for right they, yeah i know, they have I know new york clubs. has a lot more clubs they also have a lot more people right uh, I think that's going to do it for us today. Um, we are approaching dinner time once again. It is dinner time. As per usual. Uh, I'm running straight for the Asia's food section. Yes, sir. It's their last day. It's I think they're doing day. India today. India or Thailand? I know it's India. It's their know. last day they're doing India. India. Right, so I'm that's where we'll be next week. That's where I'm going to be going right now. Yeah. Straight for food. So. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. I've been Colbay. And I'm Nathan Bassett. Thank you guys for tuning in. That is the door knock for my ride to go to get some food right now. Mm-hmm.